0: Young woman. I've got
1: needs.
0: All right, it's September 9th. This is Encounter number 9 for Rare Encounters. Though, we're not plural. We're just Rare Encounter. I'm Abel Kirby.
1: I'm cold acid.
0: And to peel back the curtain a little bit, I haven't been drinking on the show at all, but this time, I got Voodoo Ranger uh, IPA, which I couldn't find for the life of me uh, in the liquor store around here, and then I saw it in uh, a different one I went to. And so I... Uh, I got a couple of these
1: and been enjoying them. I enjoyed two already, so this is my third. Yeah, I'm not a beer person. I just got my usual Doritos and a glass of water. Would you if have an, a? You had a. If I had any alcohol, I'd be having a cider.
0: Yeah, I was going to say it. Some kind of cider. You called it. I heard you on a hog story, uh, calling about a cider or something or other. Yeah. What was that anyway? Cider. That oh, was just a cider. Cider. I like hard cider. Yeah. No. Was well,
1: it, I mean what cider's worth drinking that doesn't have alcohol in it
0: no i like apple cider does that count without alcohol in it yeah i'll drink apple cider straight up actually now that i'm back at the east coast so you can probably get some good apple cider over in the west it's hard to find used to be a place uh it's still there you know uh we go to in town in the in new hampshire where i grew up there's a uh, kind of famous place called max apples and there, it's a. Uh, You'll see political candidates will show up. Oh, I saw Obama at Max Apple's one day, like when he was on the campaign. It's just an orchard in the middle of New Hampshire, and so they—it's really on the southern part. It's not really in the middle, but they—they uh, they do political events there, and so you can like see people out there. And uh, but they also have pretty good apple cider and good. They have a pick-your-own program, so you can pay for a bag of apples. But you get the bag with no apples, then you have to go out and pick them yourself, which is, uh, you know, funny thing to pay for, I guess. You pay to do the work yourself, but it's uh, still fun. I've
1: done that for I've done that for like strawberries.
0: Yeah. Well, the news of yes, the dang, dang. I was gonna say the news of the town is this JRE episode. Do you want to save that for later? Or you want to jump into it now? Oh,
1: what the hell! Let's jump into it now.
0: Yeah. If, if so, as soon as I could hear what they were saying, I liked the episode. My God, it was like mixed com-
1: way too quiet. Did you notice that I- at all? I had what like I my... noticed is, it, actually, it was actually like going in and out throughout. For yeah. all the for all the fancy doodads that uh, Joe's got in his new studio, uh, I'm not too sure how good it all is. Yeah, it's... given that, uh, given that, like, just turning one's head is enough to make you like drop. A- <laughs> Like, a lot of sound.
0: Well, you know, Adam Adam Curry is good at, on, on a microphone, but he didn't have... The, the story I heard was they didn't have microphones. He said that on No Agenda, I think. Uh, or they didn't have headphones, I should say. The, uh... So it sounded like... It almost sounded like they were micing him from, like, his nasal cavity. You know, when you heard him on the show, it sounded like he was off axis the whole time. And... Uh, so that was the first thing I noticed is he sounded weird. Like he did, like we know what he sounds like, right? Because we listen to his show. But then it sounded like he's they're they're micing him like at a weird angle, so all you can hear his nasal cavity. But then the I actually put the uh, the episode MP3s into my loudness meter to try and get a, a sense for what was going on because I had maxed out my volume in my my kitchen. Uh, I have a little Bluetooth speaker I have set up that I listen to stuff on while I'm cooking or whatever. And I had the volume on my phone all the way up. I had the volume on the speaker all the way up. And I was like, "Ah, it's still kind of quiet. So they had it mastered at, um, for the loudest parts, it looked like it was like minus 21 DB, uh, L U F S on the meter that I have. So like the default settings and the previous episode, the Mike Tyson episode was minus 14 DB L U F S, which is what we master the show at, or what I do the show at. So I target minus 14 DB L U F S and, uh, the, uh, it's like, that seems like something that slipped through, you know? It's, uh, even, they had another episode out, Ron White was on, uh, and I, I caught a little bit of that, and it was still quiet. I didn't get a meter on it, but it's like, come on, man. So our, uh, to quote Joe, uh, Biden, so our show has better sound than uh, the Joe Rogan show, even with all, like, our sound is so good, you can hear the bugs outside my window, you know? You can hear the weather outside, that's how good our sound is.
1: <laughs> Around here, you just hear the neighbor's lawnmower. mm I'd rather not have that sound on. Yeah. Well,
0: that was my take. That was the first thing I noticed about it was like the audio was kind of screwed up. But, yeah.
1: I like that. I I couldn't stand how it kept uh, fading in and out. Honestly, that was more annoying to me than Drunk Joe doing his drunk interruptions. (laughs) Yeah. Which seems to be the thing that most people have been complaining about in terms of the audio. Hmm. Now the big thing for me that I'm getting a chuckle out of is that uh, Joe's studio. It looks like it's out of some bad Star Trek fanfic. Is he? It's like he's broadcasting from the Klingon homeworld.
0: Yeah, I saw some memes. I I couldn't tell if they were a actual photograph of the studio or someone photoshopped it, but they had the Klingon war emblem on the on the desk.
1: Was that a Actually, joke or was that real? It was funny. Yeah, Wolf Spider on No Agenda Social almost made us cover art for today's episode, based <laughs> on uh, Joe's studio. Cool. Unfortunately, the size of the image is a bit too small to be useful.
0: Ah, wow! Well, you can always blow it up. JPEG artifacts? Who cares? <laughs> I care. <laughs> oh boy! I like the show, though. I, uh,
1: I yeah, it was I, nice seeing Adam on the show again.
0: I uh, the first hour maybe the first half an hour or something was really kind of getting the gravel out, you know, getting things spinning. And so at one point I actually hit fast forward a couple of times. I'm not a completionist. I do this shit sometimes. So if, uh, well, once that was over, once they kind of got into things, it was kind of fun. I was hearing stuff about, uh, you know, I'm a fan of Adam Curry. I'm hearing stuff about him. I never heard before. I'm hearing stuff about Joe Rogan. I never heard
1: before. So yeah, it was, it was pretty entertaining. Definitely learn more about his family, mm. about, uh, Adam's family, that is, oh, yeah, yeah but... definitely definitely some uh some spy craft in there, yeah, yeah. how about Joe's lap or Joe's Mac? his Mac <laughs> yeah. was, uh... well, that's why it took so long for the episode to get out, apparently, yeah, his, the motherboard on his computer died, and it took a while for replacement to come in.
0: Who had the figure on uh, the cost of the computer? Uh, was that grumpy old Ben's? Yeah, that was Darren.
1: Yeah. Darren O'Neill had
0: that. <laughs> what was it? Like It was some ridiculous It was 150000 uh It was well over $100,000, I thought. The full maxed out MacBook Pro. I
1: think it was five, not
0: six digits. Oh. Oh, it was $50,000 then.
1: Yeah. Somewhere it was ridiculous. Around... On it, but yeah, you can buy a cheap new car for less. Yeah.
0: You know, usually... My problem is that we have, you know, expensive equipment like uh, that has a a computer, single board computer built into it. And so you say, "Wow, we bought, I don't know, like a fucking centrifuge you buy. (laughs) You know, if you're in a laboratory environment, you'll have stuff and it's like, oh, it's running. It's running Windows XP Embedded or something like that, and it's because that's what was there when you bought it in 2003, but it costs so much money, you can't replace it just because the operating system's out of date, you know? So you can buy high-end uh, lab equipment that has, oh, we'll do this cool thing, we'll put a whole operating system on, and then it goes out of date in four years, and the equipment's supposed to and last for 15 15- years. And
1: then before you know it, the Israeli government is like, shut down everything on you. Hello, Stuxnet. Oh yeah, wow, that's a. <laughs> well, come on, you were saying, that's a totally different. That's a fun topic. you were talking centrifuges in Windows XP. There's yeah. no way I could have gone to that. I was kind of going
0: there, but I wasn't going to go all the way. That was a uh, fun era. Uh, I was talking to a to a guy who had. Uh, he was more of a IT information kind of guy than I am, and he was telling me more just stuff about how that all went down. He's he was uh Going off about, wow, they blew, like, so many zero-day exploits just to do this thing. They had, uh, I think one of them, he was, uh, one of them was an icon, uh, you could, what you could do is you could embed code inside, like, an an icon file on Windows, and then when it displayed the icon, it would execute the code in some way. There's some way you could hook that together without any user interaction, so if you could see, like, the shortcut icon change, then, wow well, the code executed Oh yeah, there was there's some old plenty, bug. There's been
1: plenty of exploits like that. A lot of them with image loading. Mm.
0: Well, that was the one that they used, I think, on Stuxnet. That was the specific. It was some zero day. No one had heard of it, and then they they saw this uh, uh, worm going around. And they said, "Wow, look at this thing! It's doing something no one else is doing." Yep,
1: yeah. but yeah, I, all those technical difficulties. It was getting to the point that some people were like coming up with conspiracy theories. Uh, even Adam himself suggested that it was possible that the episode was given the kibosh by Spotify's lawyers. <laughs> I but think- fortunately, it still came out mm-hmm. on YouTube and Spotify, and it looks like all the episodes are going to keep coming out on, Spotify, or on YouTube as well as Spotify up until December, at which point all bets are off. I mean, I've heard that... The episodes that don't appear on Spotify will stay on YouTube. My money is that they're all going to disappear. Yeah. So everybody, fire up YouTube DL and grab the episodes <laughs> you want while well, you I, still can. I can't even. Sure so hell are going to be able to get them out of Spotify.
0: I like uh, I like the show, but not enough to download the whole thing. I'm I'm okay if it sunsets. I said that last episode. It's like okay, he's going to go away. I'm not going to be able to watch it, but you know. Well, well I'm, saying,
1: I'm saying for the episodes that aren't going to be showing up on Spotify, or that will get cancelled later on by Spotify or others, grab them before they're black holed, right? Do you really think Spotify is going to... So,
0: I I know that a lot of people think they're going to start censoring, oh, well, if he, if he has Alex Jones on and Alex Jones does something crazy, then Spotify is going to can the episode, but I'm not... Um, as convinced that that the the sort of the the thresh the pain threshold Spotify has is as low as everyone else, I think they'll put up with a whole lot more than Joe will. You know, I think they'll. I think anyone like, that Joe Rogan's oh, willing to have on the show, I think their Spotify is going to be willing to broadcast. I I don't see a, a huge uh, conflict happening.
1: I hope you're right. I just have absolute no faith when money and lawyers are involved. Yeah. Oh, First fair. thing we do, we kill all the lawyers. <laughs> Take care. You know,
0: I like what he's doing, though. So I, I haven't heard. I've heard well, most of the analysis you hear about Joe Rogan's uh, move to Austin is, well, he got a lot of money. That so was pretty good. You know, that's he made out pretty well. And I think there's a little more going on, especially with his comedy club. And so, yeah, he's poised to make a lot of money with the comedy club. But the way I see it is he's poised to be sort of a gatekeeper. And, and there are some people who are who are saying, oh, you know, he's working for the man now and, and they're going to just tell him what to do. I see it looks a little more like he's turning into um, or he's positioning himself that if he wanted to be, he could be the uh, the trend maker. Uh, that's not the right thing. You know, there's influencers out there. Which I hate that word, but that's how they describe people who are on, you know, social media and they're they're. Promoting things, they're influencing things. He seems to be like he's setting up himself uh, to be the influence picker, the influencer picker. So he said he has a... Let me explain that a little bit. So he has a comedy club he's opening. Everyone who's a up-and-coming stand-up comic is going to want to go to this club to get in front of Joe. And he's going to have the pick of the litter if he wants to get behind anyone. And he has the contacts at Netflix, and he is apparently now the contacts at Spotify. I'm not sure how well that what that means for stand-up comedy but it's uh it seems like he's positioning himself where he's the guy who can make him break you like if you go to his club and you kill it and he likes you he can make things happen and people realize that and so you know that seems like the situation he's building around he, he's doing it himself it's like um when you have you know the hollywood guys the way they used to talk about people who you know if you can get this guy on your side he can get you a movie or he can get you the right deal you know he's going to be one of these middlemen if he wants to be which can be more valuable than the show and it can be more valuable than the club just being in that position adam that's yeah. my that's my analysis of it anyway that's the way i see it i think it's a it's a, probably the best move i've i've seen anyone make lately
1: well he definitely laid out a lot of the reasons for the move on the show with adam mm-hmm.
0: well you know personal reasons and stuff i'm thinking yeah. about business there's a there's a huge business opportunity and you know a, a career opportunity for him to put himself in basically the next level from where he is now if he wants it
1: if he wants to but i mean like you look at you look at the deal he made with spotify like 100 million or something he's got fuck you money now he doesn't have to do anything except keep uh, podcasting or well spotify casting once the rss feed goes away yeah well, speaking of,
0: we had some changes to our um, – re- we're registered in a few more
1: databases, I should say. Oh, I wanted to cover that near the end, but oh. if you want to do it now. Well,
0: yeah, it seems like a good – so here's – I found out because you started uh, – you told me on Skype, but I also got a bunch of emails about it for uh, – confirm your account here, there,
1: whatever, because apparently
0: yeah, I got all the show emails mirrored it's to it's me.
1: registered to the show email address, mm. which gets forwarded to both of us. yeah. So it's I,
0: I'm going to relate it to the Joe Rogan show by way of we're actually on this podcasting 2.0 uh, system now, apparently, according according to an email. I guess
1: podcast index podcast, podcasting, you know, is like the podcast for podcast index.
0: I, I'm i still not clear what that means. What are all these? I We're registered like four different indexes now, right? Except we're not we're not on iTunes yet. I know that.
1: Yeah, iTunes is like the only big one we're not on. Uh, very shortly, we should also be in TuneIn. We're on Spotify. Uh, like I registered us in a whole bunch <laughs> of them. Woohoo! Already on. We were already on a few different ones because people added us to their own collection of of uh, podcast feeds, and mm-hmm. these services just slurp down what everybody adds in. Really, yeah
0: they do oh that's new so uh, the podcast app will, yep, will we see? were
1: already we were already on uh, or in uh pod news before podcast index but are we on pod bean though I'm not sure but <laughs> anyone that uses pod index is gonna have us now
0: yeah and the name of Adam Curry's project is what?
1: Well, that is that's it that's pot, his pot Project Index. Podcast Index is him and Dave Jones or or Soder uh what forget the name that he uses on social media but uh he's the guy who made Freedom Controller which is what's running Oh Adam site
0: Yeah I have sad news to report it doesn't look like we're on Podbean
1: Oh, no. Uh, I'll put a bookmark in. We'll
0: have to add before we i uh, will add us tonight if I can. I'll have to make an account or do something.
1: yeah, see what it takes. Well you'll have to take care of iTunes as, as well. I can't because of technical issues, yeah,
0: yeah, we'll we'll work that off off the show. I, I'm not exactly sure what I need to do, but it sounds like you can walk me through what I'm what I need to do. so
1: yeah, yeah unfortunately, it seems that since my since my apple id is a developer account that's associated with an existing publisher on i on uh, like the app store connect mm. that trying to do something outside of the purview of that of that organization just doesn't work yeah. so i can't do the podcast on there yeah also did some changes with our website oh really I haven't seen. Yeah. Well, I put in a new show description and a slogan. Rare
0: net. Able Kirby and Cold Acid converse on anime they watch, books and manga they read, games they play, and all the tech stuff they, that they come across. Yeah,
1: that sounds about right. Yeah, I'll buy yep. that for a dollar. And then the... It has that. It also has the possibility of adding a subtitle or a slogan. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the description. For some reason, they showed the description instead of the slogan or subtitle on there, because the, the default theme for this thing is kind of crap. Yes. So, so this slogan that appears only in the RSS feed right now, geeking out on anime, games, and tech. Hmm. That sounds about right.
0: Yeah. So speaking of anime, games, and tech, been doing anything fun? I've got a couple things to bring up, too. For I, I was watching a shitload of anime. I was going to ask you first, if you want to go catch up on anything,
1: see anything fun. Well, I mean, I keep watching HX Arrows Mm. and they had the beach episode, which was also the bath. This is also like the, uh, the the, onsen episode, the onsen episode. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I I haven't watched an episode of that in a while. I completely dropped it. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: I replaced it with a
1: version for you.
0: Well, no. It, Meanwhile,
1: you're it, still it, watching it, Peter <laughs> Grill, which is
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't. It was like uh, I don't know. It was too middle grade for me. It was like it's not dirty enough to be like a, a guilty pleasure, but it's also not funny enough to, to stand on its own. That's my critical review. Like <laughs> if it if it was actually if it was actually filthy, I would probably watch it. Um, if it was actually funny, I'd probably watch it. But I, it's. It's in a weird place where I'm like not interested at all. So
1: this last episode with uh goo shooting uh sea cucumbers, I mean that seems pretty filthy. Uh well. Everybody all the girls getting buckeyed by sea cucumbers. <laughs> I mean Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch maybe it. just pick it up for this last episode and just
0: leave it at that. Well, I'll I'll consider it. I'll take that under advisement. <laughs> That might be the last one that I watch though, because it, it's just I've generally been underwhelmed. But things. Well, I've not, it's
1: episode nine, so it's not like there's too much left. Yeah. It's only a one course, so. I had
0: a I had a moment with Uzaki chan uh, too. Uzaki chan wants to hang out, where I was kind of getting. I think by by episode eight, I was like, okay, is this the same thing that happened last week is happening this week in a different, uh, slightly different term, slightly different setting. And, and I, then I it, almost it's... dropped it. And then episode nine rolled around and we had uzaki Chan's mom <laughs> shows up. They said, Ah, the series is saved it was actually hilarious. Uh yep. her
1: she, and her airheaded uh,
0: Mrs. <laughs> <said laughs> showed everything. Stupid. <laughs> so she thinks uh I don't know, it's it's like a huge comedy of errors where she thinks uh oh what's his name now, I can't remember. Uh yeah. Uh, but yeah, the main I, character. I should have put his uh I should have put his name in my uh my notes. In your notes yeah. I remember thinking to myself, I should write that down. I said, nah, I'll just remember it. So, I'm going to do the Google of Shame. Sakurai. Yeah, Sakurai is um she she gets it in, in her head that he's hitting on her and then the uh the employees at the uh the cafe
1: don't help and then, no well they they try to but it and it almost works but then she goes to the, uh, ba- the back room door and hear and what she hears through it just makes it all worse yeah
0: so she's convinced he's a gigolo for the whole episode and it's just it's actually just funny it's like honestly pretty clean comedy too it's just a, it's just a funny situation so I'm looking forward to more of that and Uzaki Chan's back on my radar I didn't I didn't drop it Despite it, it had a moment there where I was like, "eh, this is the same thing." And then it, it saved itself, so I'll be watching more of that next week. And Peter Grill, I caught up on all of Peter Grill too. Yeah, that's good, eh? Yeah, it's uh, the suffering continues. <laughs> it is the entire show is just watching this guy Peter Grill uh, just suffer? Everything that happens is like to watch him be miserable. It's uh
1: well, I mean. It's not all suffering for him. It's just that the parts where he's not suffering make the parts where he suffers even harder on him. Yeah. Life is hard for Peter grill in more ways than one.
0: <laughs> Did I put it? I don't think I left the Peter grill soundboard. Uh, I I was holding off on Peter grill a little bit because I wanted to grab um, the dub version specifically because I wanted to put a bunch of uh, samples on the board of just the stupid things that they say in this. We can't do justice to this show on on the podcast. It's too hard to describe. It's too hard to to explain what's fun about it.
1: Uh, yeah, but people I was hoping, to go out and watch this for themselves.
0: Like, if I could get the... Uh, and, and I can't clip Japanese stuff, because it doesn't make any sense, you know, on an English language podcast. But if I had the English version, then I could place a fucking weird clips from the show of these stupid things they're saying to each other. It's like that. That would give you a clue. So I've been holding out, and I couldn't... High Dive wasn't publishing... Uh, English uh, dubbed episodes so they got four out and I even maybe they have more now I I should check again but I
1: gave up waiting and I and I caught up on it It was um, they they were publishing some dub episodes earlier weren't
0: they they did four at once so they did one push where they had the first four episodes dubbed and It it was fun. Uh, That's where I got those. I got one or two clips from it. We played them on might have been the last show but they uh, they didn't do anything since so I don't know what's going on.
1: Well, it looks like uh, up through episode nine, should, or episode eight at least, should have dub releases uh, Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern. On High Dive? Yeah. Huh. I'll yeah, take I'm a just, look again. It's like English dub release Friday, September 11, 2020, 1 p.m. Ooh. On top of the images for all of them. What are you uh, doing for 9-11? 9 Episode nine is just sub. Yeah,
0: and- Dubcast. Five, episodes five to eight are coming out. Yeah, so it's the next so they're block. So
1: just doing them in batches of five, every so often. Yeah, it seems that way. And they're probably just recording the whole a bunch of episodes at once, and then come back. Come back a month later, we'll do the next bunch.
0: <laughs> the other show I was watching, I went and did a, a horror heave rewatch. And they didn't have it on High Dive, so I typed in, like, Haruhi dub and and DuckDuckGo, and I got away. Like, the second link was, hey, you can watch the whole series dubbed here for free. So I did that. My god, I forgot how much I liked Haruhi, uh, just the original season one anime. It was, um, in 2006 is when it aired. And it shows, too, when you watch it, the animation looks beautiful. But when they show self, this is pre-iPhone, and so all the characters who have, who have cell phones have flip phones. And they have separate digital okay. cameras. Instead of taking pictures on their phones, they're like taking pictures with a separate digital camera. You see camcorders in the background and things like that. It's, like, my God. it's from a different era. It's, com- it's a completely different world than the one we live in now. It's just uh, kind of weird to see that.
1: Yeah. Technology was so much simpler back yeah. then.
0: The idea of going to high school without social media... Yeah, you know, that was it so you're watching the other thing i liked about the he rewatch is i'm watching like, oh this is high school without social media and it's this idealized you know super um you know dramatized version of high school and you know it's the japanese yeah. high school anyway so it's super it's it's like not real it's a fake huh. nostalgic oh. kind of thing but it's it still has that in
1: it where you say oh this is what it would be like if there was no social media geez louise well, Twitter was just launched like the same year as the show. I think it actually launched after the show finished airing, or at least after it started.
0: Yeah, it holds up too. Oh, I got the dub. I was watching the dub, so I got some clips. Let me see. I put a couple on the stupid. I got a Yuki Nagato. No way. Way. <laughs> <That was a laughs> little one there. I'm a healthy young woman. I've got needs. Uh, and so on and so forth. That's lewd. Yeah. Well, of course. That's why I clipped it. That we had a uh, Kion.
1: Wow, she actually eats food.
0: Uh. <laughs> <sighs> it a great, you have any- yeah. It's a great show. I that's and what the other thing I noticed when I was watching it just to get into the minutiae of the anime now, is when I watched it the first time, and I haven't seen Haruhi since it basically aired in 2006. I watched the fan subs when it was coming out, and. Do you remember when they aired it the first time they aired it out of order? Well, yeah, they have, well there's like the yeah, there's like there's
1: the broadcast there's, order, the chronological different, order different orders. Mm. like the TV broadcast order, the chronological order, the season and the season 1 DVDs had their yeah, own different stupid order. The rebroadcast with the second season has its broadcast order it's although all that's, ridiculous and then and then the second season episodes have their own order too
0: yeah and so they're so the the stream i was watching had everything in chronological order so as the the summer goes by you know the spring and summer and winter happens in the the first two seasons they uh the events are all, all in chronological order which is, I think, the way to watch it is my assess. I used to like the broadcast order because it's the way I first saw it. But after reading the books and kind of taking a step back and watching it now, geez, more than a decade later, the uh, it makes so much more sense. If you just watch it in chronological order, the, the, the plot makes sense. The progression makes sense. It, w- it looks like it was actually written, and I know the books were written in chronological order. Uh, I don't understand why they felt the need to chop up the order anymore. It's just like, let's do some weird thing just to be weird. It doesn't help it. It actually hurts it. Um, I,
1: th- I, I think the order being the way it was actually was meant for for people who are more used to just watching TV than who would have, who had read the books. The order was that way because it built in a certain way like when you think about it leading up to that uh leading up to that uh like melancholy of her who sees um Susan parts five and six, right? In chronological order, those are the fifth and sixth episodes. Mm-hmm. But when you when you actually watch through it, like for the first season episodes, those really are like a climax for the for the whole thing, and so it makes sense to kind of change the orders around, so those episodes would be the ones that come last I at com- least in the original airing. I just
0: completely disagree. I don't think it helped at all. And they the first episode they broadcast when they actually broadcast it was that um, the one where it was the showing of the movie yeah. that they filmed, and that was terrible. That was yeah, the first that episode I saw. Not- that, what the hell is this? I don't need, the the. If you watch it in the chronological order, the first episode is "Hi, I'm a guy. I go to school." This girl Haruhi shows up; she's kind of weird, and it goes from there.
1: Yeah, what they what they could have done is take that and aired it as the last episode instead, right? Just bump it and bump it, keeping the broadcast order otherwise the same this down is, to the bottom. so it's like a end of the series special.
0: This, I'd see it, it's like some stupid fucking Firefly shit where they like start with the fourth episode because whatever, because it's a train episode or whatever. I, I think it, it's, after rewatching it again, I'm, th- this is my hill to die on. I think the chronological order is the best way, even though season one and two are mixed up. So like halfway through, um, you cut into, I think Bamboo Reef, Leaf uh, Rhapsody, which was the, the one where he goes back and sees Haruhi in middle school. Which is the first episode of season two, but it happens halfway through. You know, early on in the series, um, it fits right in. There's no, um, there's no problems. There's no spoilers with it showing up when it does. It's, uh, I just think it's the right way to do it.
1: I think I think it can go either way. Honestly, honestly, like there's, it's one of those things where we have to agree to disagree yeah. before we like turn this into a religious war or something
0: oh an anime podcast with a religious uh affinity to certain
1: episode airing order sounds about right well i mean <laughs> it could be that or we could start arguing over emacs versus Veeb. but
0: mm. i think no, that might be i
1: hated both of them by the way
0: I, the okay. I had to learn one of those i had to learn Veeb for uh for work very briefly, and I learned all the commands that I needed to do my job, and that was it. And I never used it since I just
1: ugh, I couldn't. I use Emacs and Org mode to take care of the show notes. Yeah. So I've been using Emacs for a long time. I'm I'm pretty used to the to the commands. I mean, uh, escape, meta, alt, control, shift, right. Uh,
0: you're more fire gone than I am. I think. <laughs> so what else do we have to we have the uh, ninjas versus pirates uh we have to have picard versus kirk
1: well actually no your... that one that one's bigger field than that i mean oh, you're, you're forgetting Jan- janeway fan forget or something janeway and cisco and Archer. <laughs> <Cisco. Meteor. laughs>
0: well you know if you liked archer you might have liked quantum leap i think is i didn't like quantum
1: leap that much so i didn't care much for enterprise I liked some of Enterprise. Some of the episodes are real sleepers though. Yeah. Boy, like I tried tried doing a watch through of the whole of whole series in uh, chronological order and I got to that I think it's the 18th episode of the first season, Rogue Planet, and that just like put me right to sleep. I like I did try my hardest to enjoy Enterprise and the 3rd and 4th seasons were okay. I tuned out. I saw a couple of them and I was like, "Yeah, this isn't what
0: I want." Everything since then I've tuned out to, I haven't paid attention to it.
1: Everything everything since uh since JJ Abrams uh got control and drove Star Trek into the ground and reimagined it as stupid, generic sci-fi, yeah, action, like all of that to me is like it does not exist. The last, the last movie was uh, was Nemesis. The last show was Enterprise. And everything since is just bullshit that does not exist.
0: Yeah. I, I know what you mean. It's like they could have made a movie based on, like, The City at the Edge of Forever. Let, let's take the original script that held, had all this
1: stuff that got cut out of it by, uh, what's his name? No, no, Har- Harlan Ellison wrote the thing. Why did that... <laughs> has to has to destroy anything he didn't create himself and you can see that too with star wars how do you explain Lost though because
0: well i guess he didn't destroy it he just uh he created it and then uh someone else wrecked it
1: yeah things that he creates himself or with a team those tend to work out okay i'm not a not a big abrams
0: fan myself Neither am I. I mean, and, and as far as Lost goes, I didn't. I mean, I saw Lost was on. There's some, like, there's some highlights of Lost. There's some pretty cool episodes, um especially at the beginning. You know, you can see how people got hooked to it when you see this was something that was on TV. It was different than most of the other things on TV. But it aired at the same time as Battlestar Galactica. Did, did I bring? I might have brought this up on an earlier show. It came at the the same time as Battlestar Galactica, and that was my show. I was watching that with my dad every every episode. And that was our thing, so we would watch that every. Uh, I think it was every Thursday night on uh, Sci-Fi. And so we did watch Lost. We watched that instead, which was also it, it was the best show on television according to Rolling Stone.
1: I never watched it. I didn't really like the idea of rebooting it. Ah, I enjoyed. It was excellent. Old, uh, late seventies TV show. Well, <sighs>
0: they cut out the goofy stuff, like that stupid dog that was in the original one. The robot dog doesn't show up. Thank God. It was, um... Honestly, I enjoyed all that goofy crap. With Lor- Lauren... <laughs> Lauren Green was the captain, wasn't he? He's, uh... The guy from... West what was it? Ponderosa? In, that's Lauren Green pose
1: from Battle Galactica. Best death ever!
0: <laughs> he was the guy... Uh, what was the show? It was the Ponderosa, or was it, um... Oh, it wasn't no, fucking it was. rawhide. It was, um... They used to play it on PAX TV, which is, a. Like, before the CW, they had Pax was around. Between episodes of Censored Diagnosis Murder. Bonanza? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where he plays, like, the 50-year-old dad with the 40-year-old sons. Something like that, yeah. (laughs) Uh, That was a fun show, though. I liked Lauren Green, but not as the captain of a starship.
1: I think he did a good job as a dama. I like... I'm really partial to the
0: 2003-2004 the Battlestar. They had Edward James Olmas.
1: Just a I mean, bunch I to- of other to- random to- people in there. I totally get that, but... I don't know, just... It felt like too much of a shift in how they reimagined it.
0: Yeah, well. This is going to be an agree-to-disagree point, that
1: <laughs> Yeah, it'll, it's another one of those. It still plays into...
0: You know, the, the same thing Lost did and the same thing these other shows did is they played into that need that I've always had for uh, a show, you know, when we're talking about, like, Gundam Wing or something. Oh, the cool thing about it was that whatever happened in the last episode mattered, and there was a progression to it, and now that's the the normal thing, so all the hit TV shows are, like well, in, in the past few years we had Game of Thrones that was, had its highs and lows, but it was incredibly popular, but it was a
1: serial drama, The Sopranos and all these other shows that were coming out at uh Yeah. I don't think you can format. really to count Game of Thrones in that because, I mean, it is an adaption from a book series. Anything like that, you're going to more or less be forced to have uh, some sort of progression. It's the shows that aren't based on something like that, where having a progression is the new thing in Western TV, or at least feels like a new thing, instead of all these standalone, like, series of bottle episodes.
0: I'm a healthy young woman, I've got needs.
1: No way. Way. And, like, that's one of the reasons why I enjoy anime so much, is because most series are progressive, not not a series of bottle episodes. I think that's one of the reasons why I enjoyed the Babylon 5 so much.
0: <laughs> I saw some of that on TV in the uh, the break room at work. They're replaying it on a local channel. Nice. Yeah. So I catch, I like, getting coffee or something in the afternoon. They'll have a, there's a break room and there's a TV. And there's usually a couple of folks, uh, they take staggered breaks, it seems like. uh I don't know if it's a coronavirus policy thing. Not that we talk... We don't talk about coronavirus on this podcast. But they... Uh, so there's always someone there. <laughs> Whoever's there, they have the channel changed. So sometimes I go in and they've got uh, They take their 10-minute break. So they have uh, Battlestar... Not Battlestar. Uh, Babylon 5 on the screen. Jeez. Some of that looks pretty good. And then some of it looks like hot garbage. And uh, the show, the channel that's broadcasting it, I was surprised because they broadcast it in... Four by three, but I was under the impression they actually shot the show in widescreen. Yeah, they did. But it's brought so the rebroadcast, the syndicated version, those four by three on a widescreen TV. So it's it's using ATSC modulation. So it's you know, the, the, it's a modern television broadcast, you know, receiving broadcast television. Why are they broadcasting a four by three version of the show? I have no idea.
1: I can tell you why. Why <clears throat> enlighten me because they lost a lot of the files for doing the the special effects. Uh-huh. In fact, how it was recorded, they could they could have done like full HD with the flip of a switch pretty much had it not been for had not been for like a lot of the special effects uh, data having been lost. So we could have had, like, the entire series on Blu-ray in 1080p, except for, once again, all the stuff that was lost and forcing forcing the show to have to keep using old 4-3 to uh, footage whenever the special effects are in play, which is, I mean, given it's a sci-fi show, most of the time. Yeah.
0: Well, that's a shame, though. I didn't hear that story before. I remember hearing it was shot in widescreen. I, uh, I never heard that about the effects being lost. They, uh, it reminded me, though, of uh, Gunbuster. Did you ever watch that? I, I can't remember. I must have asked you that before. I, I don't think you did. You
1: asked me that before, and I said, no, I haven't.
0: That, that was one that's been on the list of... It, it should have been uh, released in English and basically just released more often in, in, uh, in North America. But one of the problems they had with that is it, the same sort of thing. They lost all the audio data for it. So they can't, you know, the master tracks for the audio that have the the, the dialogue on one track, and then they'll have the uh, the music and the sound effects on all different tracks. They uh, can't, or for a long time, people were trying to uh, import it, so I've been told. And uh, they just couldn't make it work because they would have had to rebuild all of the sound effects and all of the music from scratch. And they just didn't think that it was worth the money, so that no one's no one's done an English dub of uh, Gunbuster, which is mm-hmm. a shame too. It's a great ser- it's a great OVA series. Good. Eight. It's one of the ones that
1: you've told me before. I need to watch. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. And that was my whole uh, my whole weekend here. We had our long holiday weekend. I think you you had a long holiday too, right?
1: Oh yeah, we have Labor Day here in Canada. Yeah, it
0: even on the same weekend. Or even on the same day. Yeah. Is not always how it goes. I think what, Thanksgiving is a different day. You have a Thanksgiving, right? But it's a different day than, than American Thanksgiving. Yeah, this
1: is in October. November's way too late for it. By then, <laughs> for shoveling snow.
0: Yeah. Oh, ah, well, it's been kind of quiet down here. I've been staying out of the uh, staying out of the streets lately. So, haven't been getting out at all really just went out i went out for a drink with the uh, some locals i met in town and uh on saturday and well i i went out and i i caught him when we were out there so, you know, talk a little bit have a couple beers and then
1: that was it <laughs> it was my whole weekend Watched anime yeah, i was at the cottage actually yeah yeah and i came back on some unused dirt roads uh one of which had had like a huge uh a huge like bunch of it carved out by free-flowing water Hmm. so it's like these are it was pretty much an atv trail and i'm driving it with my rogue Hmm. so that was a lot of fun i got nice piles of mud along the sides of the car now (laughs) well suv whatever yeah or it's just easier to say
0: yeah so on other topics um
1: I think we we're yeah, you still have a few to cover don't you
0: yeah i was gonna bring up a couple things i i don't have any real news about uh shinzo abe but i i wanted to mention uh i think i can't remember what we talked about on the show or what we talked about after the show anymore i think i brought it up at the end of the last show um he resigned and so there's an election showing up in uh in japan and i think the election takes place oh geez is it the 14th it's coming up pretty soon and I don't have any insight into the national politics of Japan at all. I, I have no idea what goes on over there, but the way that we always like to see foreign countries is we kind of imagine whether it's true or not, that the, the guy at the top's in charge and everything below, uh, below him happens by his own, you know, direction. And so, you know, Saddam Hussein runs, uh, Iraq, I guess, until we kick him out, you know, the, uh, Putin runs Russia and all that is the way it's seen, whether it's really true or not. And so, Trump runs Trump America. Trump runs America in, from the outside, it's right? Exactly Obviously, the, on, on the inside, it doesn't, this is not
1: true at all. There's there's so much nuance yeah, not, to what's going on. Most Americans don't even know how their own political sausage gets made. Yeah. They don't really realize that the president is bound in what powers he has, and that a lot of those have to be shared with congress and then both both of them can have their asses kicked when necessary by the supreme court but by by Uh, design by design yeah but at the same time the president gets to choose who's in the supreme court Mm. with the agreement of congress and like you've got this whole rock paper scissors thing going on yeah it's like it's like starcraft Yeah, which is which is honestly a lot better than than, say, the Canadian system where our legislature and the executive branch, save for the head of state, are mixed together in the same thing. Like are short of the queen and the governor general and in the provinces, the queen and the lieutenant governors. The executive, like, is the cabinet itself, and the members of that are always part of our legislature, right? And so we're voting. We're voting not so much to say who we want to represent us, but, and like we'll do something for our area, but which group of people get to form the executive, and honestly I like the American system better in that regard, because in the American system you're choosing who's actually supposed to be representing you technically the state chooses who represents the state government in the Senate, although now it's directly, it's like a direct uh, election compared to what it was before, where it was just the decision of the state government it's a and little, then you've got separate. You've got a separate selection for who you want to actually lead the com- the country.
0: It's a little more than that. I mean, the states actually choose the president. If you take a step back and look at we're a federation of well, yeah,
1: states. With the, elect- with the electoral we, college. But I mean, that's their. But the state the states balance. get to
0: choose the the terms that you pick your electors on. So you can have a state that decides to do whatever they want. If. Uh, all that's required is they have electors designated to them and then the state gets to kind of pick how do they decide who is the elector and how do they force the electors to do what they want. It's is really a state decision. And yeah, it's, they can't
1: it's, they can't push too much. There's still there's still limits on what they can do even if not completely in law just from just from precedent. And the general understanding of how the system yeah, works.
0: And, or the misunderstanding of how the system works is one of the yeah. things, too. People don't understand that. It, and we saw this in. Now we're talking about American politics all this year. We saw this in 2016. People don't understand how the president's elected uh, because they. Uh, it, or the, our, no, our system she, is the oh. electoral college comes together and they elect the president. And who goes to the electoral college? Selected by the states it's not a popular vote it never has been and by design it's not supposed to be
1: mhm because it's supposed to it's supposed to be like a middle ground between the big states have everything with uh with the model of house of representatives and the states are all equally balanced yeah, yeah. which is the senate model exactly
0: exactly so this is this is funny we have a canadian here who understands this more than most most of the people I interact with on a daily basis, which is, the, I guess it's good. It's, I mean, I, I like the fact that you know it, but I wish more people did.
1: It's because civics aren't a part of a regular education anymore. Yeah. It used to be, it used to be something up here too. And it it's something that should be there and not something in high school only, but like we should be teaching civics to like grade schoolers even. hmm I mean, the, re- the whole the only way that the, a democratic system works is if the people are knowledgeable enough about how it's supposed to work and what powers they have and what powers the government has and how it meshes together. At least at a at least at a crude level, not necessarily like all the ins and out of everything, but enough so that you. I guess to put it and to put it in a, to put it in like a way that will probably get a lot of leftist hackles up, know your place in the system yeah to, to put
0: it from another direction uh, when you're talking about people who are trying to scam you, usually the way it works is they have some hidden knowledge that you don't know so if there's a guy on the street who's going to take your wallet right, he knows something about something he knows he has a move that you don't expect he has something that you don't know, um, and so it requires the hidden knowledge to really pull off a scam on people reliably and if civics is hidden knowledge and no one knows what it is because uh, they're not taught it then and they don't really know how the, these systems work they can completely be taken advantage of and so you know that's the thing that bugs me too is it's if you just are ignorant people or if the population is kept ignorant yeah they can keep, keep doing whatever they want
1: and that's how you get republicrats Yeah, and vice versa where it's essentially the same people in two different parties. Mm. Ah, well.
0: So I don't know what this means for Japan. I'm interested to see if anything changes. I I was expecting. I was actually looking forward a little bit to seeing Shinzo Abe at the Tokyo Olympics, which were supposed to be this year. Now we've broached the topic of politics. Uh, I'll even mention it was canceled outright this year because of coronavirus, and it's been rescheduled. I shouldn't say it's canceled. It's been rescheduled for next year and they're saying whether the coronavirus is here or not we're having the olympics whether there's a vaccine or not we're having the olympics whether you get sick or not we're having the olympics is what their line is and i like that certainty and that's something that we don't have enough of right now is whether you it we don't we're drawing a line in the sand. we're going to keep doing this the olympics are going to happen on schedule in 2021 anything short of a meteor crashing into the earth isn't going to stop it is what it sounds like their stance is so
1: well not knowing too much about the secret japanese mecha program maybe even <laughs> meteor comes crashing towards the earth yeah. well we stole bruce willis so he can save us um i'm more for deep impact than for <laughs> armageddon honestly it was a better movie uh. and less crappy soundtrack the, um, I was looking forward to Shinzo
0: Abe's bit. I was waiting for him to do something at the Olympics and looks like he won't be around for that. I don't know who the new guy is going to be. I have no insight into that, but the only, from an anime perspective, um, we've had things happen to shows that I cared about in, in that were airing, uh, by the government. For example, we had, was it 2007 or so? We had the nice boat incidents. I res- this whole Shinzo Abe thing was a backdoor to talk about that. Uh, that was when they had, I think there was a yeah. a high school girl murdered someone with an axe, or they, she killed like two people or something.
1: And no, I thought, I thought nice boat was because because the Japanese censors felt that the last episode of. Uh, School Days was far too violent to actually air. Oh, it was more than that. It, it, the context Act, was that Act they was something else. They, they had a couple
0: shows they cut. Um, the I think the nice boating, the meme came from the School Days last episode, where poor Makado, uh, well, something bad happens to him. The um, yeah, the, the other show that cut the was the, the other show that got cut was uh, Higarashi, which I was watching yeah. at the time uh higurashi no nakukoroni um which was a uh, horror series it was based on the seventh expansion uh visual novel. i think they called them sound novels <clears throat> they were they were uh visual novels basically um and it was an excellent show i loved it when i was airing and they they cut it off i think in, in season two they delayed the airing and the justification given for all of that including the school days uh episode cuts were that there was a murder uh, that made national news in Japan and it was pretty supposedly pretty gruesome. It was like some I'm remembering now from over 10 years ago, but my right, my recollection is that it was a girl whose father was like a firefighter and she, she took his axe and killed someone with it in a, in a pretty brutal, brutal sort of way here. Sure. Uh,
1: um,
0: Oh, you got a new as story?
1: a murder case in September 2007 in Japan involving ah. the murder of a police officer by his 16-year-old daughter with mm. an axe, as well as the Japanese media relating the case to anime such as Higurashi. Yeah. The episode screenings of both Higurashi no Anakukuro Ninkai and another anime at the time, School Days, were canceled days. and number of stations due to excessive violence. However, ATX... TV Saitama and Sun TV announced they would be airing the episodes as planned. Later, TV Saitama announced they had ceased broadcasting of Higurashi no Nakukoro no from episode 13 onwards. Additionally, Higurashi had its opening altered when it re-aired. Originally, a bloody billhook cleaver, as used by Reina, was shown halfway through at timestamp 0.55. Yeah, it's right in the opening. It's a famous it was scene. An image of a van from the series fictional junkyard. Uh oh, I didn't know so this. That. Is from, this is from uh, the book of knowledge.
0: Yeah, let's put that in the show notes. I'm gonna make notes. Oh, it's
1: definitely exactly going in.
0: So the 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 point is that the government has uh, the authority to censor the anime that I want to watch. Also, this is foreboding because uh, there's a Higurashi remake coming this October. If you uh, heard...
1: the first, apparently. And did you know the, uh... the start airing in July, but was delayed because of the Chinese flu? Yeah. Kong flu. Oh, wonderful. Funimation is the one that has it licensed for North America. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, it's definitely going to be it's definitely going to have shit cut. It's did you see the studio that's animating it, though? It is animated by Passione. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which is the same one that did the interspecies reviewers show? That was the last show they did that I saw. Just wild. That's the 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 thing they're famous is- for. So the last show that the studio did got completely dropped uh, by the western uh, the western uh, companies for being too lewd, and now they have a <laughs> violent show that has precedent for being dropped by the jap because the Japanese government started complaining about it yeah i don't know i'm looking forward to it i like controversy I like uh you know i like banned books and i like controversial movies things like that so we'll see you know by
1: spice of life man spice by of life. by
0: 2020 you know i can't think of any of the material in Higarashi that would be uh, really um uh, transgressive today i use transgressive a lot because i don't have a better word for it it, there's not a lot in it that's that's crazy, in, you know, in modern terms. But I guess back in the day, they
1: thought it was too violent. Oh yeah, there was there were shows like that here in North America too. Oh well, yeah, the things where they felt it was too much for TV, and then nowadays it's like you air it and like people yawn. Yeah.
0: Oh well, we'll see. When that comes out, I'll be getting. Uh, well, maybe I'll get a clip. I don't know. I'm looking forward to see the theme song for it. Uh, I don't know what the theme song is, but I'm waiting. Uh, I've always liked the Higurashi music. Um, I'm waiting to see what they change and what they show and don't
1: show. No, it just says who's handling composition and and doesn't say anything about the opening or ending themes. Yeah, so that's that's a wait and see sort of thing, I guess. Yeah. If we can pop off of anime for a little bit, so there's this uh, there's this thing I've been collecting. I first saw it back at uh, back at Gen Con last year, back in the before times, uh-huh. and it's this uh, it's this dungeon terrain system called Dungeons and Lasers. Okay. And they just completed their their second edition Kickstarter, like it wrapped up uh, yesterday afternoon. No way. Way. And. The goal—the goal was to get all the stretch goals unlocked. Needed to hit one million dollars U.S., and it was short by about nineteen thousand. Yeah. Saturday.
0: Jeez. Oh. You would think yeah. that if you were that close to a million, you could come up with a
1: couple of people say, "Look, if we get the," Oh, you should have seen the last twenty-four hours. It went from like seven fifty up to 981,000. Yeah. Right. So that's still pretty damn good and they felt that okay, well, we may not have reached we may not have reached it, but we'll kind of unlock that final goal for you anyways. Mm. So that that's making me happy. Now I've got another another 11 months to wait before I get a huge box of plastic showing up at my door again. So what
0: what is this anyway? Just to take things back for a second. It's a dungeon training system. Is you
1: what no, you described terrain, as a, terrain. A, oh terrain yeah. system. Yeah. So you you can click it it clicks all together nice and nice and simple. No glue required sort of thing, right? You just clip you just clip together the floor pieces, you push in the walls and doors and stuff, and it's really neat. It's built to the it's built to like the standard twenty-five to twenty-eight millimeter base. Okay. And it, I really like that sort of stuff i mean i might not have enough i might not run games enough to warrant the amount of money i'm spending on it but that's never stopped anyone before that doesn't (laughs) stop me at all i mean you you look at my you look at my office here and you look at the mantle upstairs in my living room and i've got like lego models on everything all assembled on pretty much on display right yeah like Having this sort of thing like is just too cool to pass up.
0: So, what what do they have? Different uh, like a jungle set or a uh, you know ice terrain no, or something, or what? What is it's it's all literally dungeon stuff. It's not just terrain.
1: It's it's like all dungeon stuff, sci-fi and fantasy. So there's like core sets for fantasy and sci-fi, right? And they have like their own floors and walls, sort of textures to them. And then there's different additional rooms you can add. So, for example, for, for fantasy, there's, there's like the torture chambers, the hall of heroes, the warlock altar, cursed cathedral, and dwarven mine. Oh, and then for sci-fi, there's like the engine room, temple of the operators, AI center, vault seven, and Geno- Gen- xenogenesis cell. And then there's like a whole bunch of other add-ons, like a bunch of animal companions you can get. With this edition, there's like seven different dragons that are like six inches tall. There's a bunch of other add-ons for like stairs, pillars, doors, bridges now. So it's a really neat sort of thing that all goes together and definitely adds flavor to tabletop gaming to have this stuff that sounds fun you're gonna post some pictures when you get it i should be posting pictures of the stuff that i've already they've already got from the first edition but i want to actually finish filing down the, where i've clipped it off of the sprues and maybe do a bit of painting stuff like that because right now it's all just bare gray plastic
0: uh, Yeah, yeah
1: There's some assembly too for some of the stuff that I need to start clipping off the sprues and putting together. And that stuff I think needs glue. Yeah,
0: oh, that's always fun. Maybe yeah. someday we'll get together and play some games. We'll have to. You'll have to. That, <laughs> That'll be the rare we'll encounter meetup
1: next year. Uh, come because I, I I do plan to go to both Anime Expo and Gen Con next year geez. if we get out of all this COVID bullshit yeah i'm saving up for it i mean i mean like with not going anywhere really this year i got i got spare cash for that yeah my fun budget's full yeah and i mean for for going to gen con for me for me it's like uh it's like an eight ten hour drive i'm going with my brother and another friend so we're all just gonna like hop it hop in the rogue and just trade off driving whenever one of us gets tired so, a lot cheaper than taking a flight.
0: I'd like to uh, do that, too. I'll see what I can do. I'll, uh... Jeez, it was so much easier to fly... It was easier to fly to Los Angeles when I was already in Colorado, and That it's a long flight to get from the East Coast, but... I'll see what I can do. I might want to go this year, too. Mm-hmm. Definitely recommended. Well, you want to cover anything else this episode?
1: Uh, I thought there was still something else on your list as well, wasn't there? Um, I didn't have anything else.
0: I was going to talk about uh, a physics thing and it's not worth talking about. It was really oh, just a funny quote, but you know, What was it? Van Dam's damn van? Oh, yeah, I had a...
1: Wow, she actually eats food. I
0: had a clip, let's see, I think it was that pet.
1: Oh, dear God. No. I own this city!
0: There we go. Oh, there's a stupid uh, Vimeo movie I watched. I was I I was going to strike it from the episode but it was uh Jean-Claude Jean-Claude Van Damme's damn van. And it's uh it's a stupid like a fa- I don't want to call it a fan movie it's like a zero budget movie uh, about starring a guy playing Jean-Claude Van Damme playing driving a van and it's just retarded. I got a I got a uh, poster from it once and so I actually watched it is yeah. It's ridiculous. Say eh? I, I, I don't know. It was funny. When I was writing it down in the show notes, I was like, ah, this is kind of fun and then I got to a point in the movie it was just too boring to recommend, so I was going to cut it. I did get the clip from it that I liked. I
1: own this city! Yeah. So it's clippable but not really watchable is what I'm getting. Twice the love for half the price. Get the damn van!
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'll say to Heat. let's see, well, oh, looks like I have an extra Heat clip. I went to the teacher's lounge and asked Okabe, get this, no one knew that Asakura was transferring until this morning. Apparently someone claiming to be our father called in and said they were moving away, just like that. You want to know where they're moving to? Canada! Can you believe that? Something's fishy here. No way. Way. Yeah. Canada! Can't, Carnidar? I still need to get those sketchbook clips, I still couldn't find those on YouTube with uh the character kate from sketchbooks from karnadar 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 and she does she does this thing which is always hilarious where she does uh every time there's a character who's uh some anime where they're uh speaking japanese with like a honestly like a racist uh north american accent like an english accent i think it's hilarious myself so it, between that and uh, there's some other shows that I was watching. Where they, had, you know, the American characters in anime who have, who speak with an American accent or the North American accent. I think it's funny, so I need to get more clips of that. Carnadar,
1: Carnadar. All right, I think we're about ready to wrap it then, eh? Oh yeah, let's uh, close this thing up for. Uh... Yeah, I just just one other mention that I want to make regarding the show is. Is I think we're about ready that we can start taking in feedback from others. I mean, besides people replying to me on no agenda social or in the troll room.
0: You wanna do um what are you thinking? Like email or you wanna actually yeah, do voicemail? We
1: can definitely we can definitely like announce the email address and people can start sending sending us feedback, sending us clips or topics. Who knows? And we might read them on the air. We might be like Nah, this is, this is too silly for us and just pass on it. Oh, this is too
0: silly for me. Sorry. Well, you'll have to say the email address because, honestly, I, I know you have ali- you you forward email from a show address to mine, and I don't want to say my own on there, so you'll have to yeah, announce well, what it that's,
1: is. I mean, that's the whole point why we've got the show addresses, so we don't have to give out our own personal email addresses. Yeah.
0: So what is it? If you want to... So- I said, if you want to send an email to the Rare Encounter podcast, how would you do it?
1: You would send it to show at rareencounter.net. No that's way. S-H-O-L. Oh, <laughs> that's no not how S S H O W at rareencounter.net. No there way. There we go. Way. I'm Am a I'm young, young woman. Up? I've got needs.
0: <laughs> I'm stepping on you with everything.
1: Yeah. I, I I've been I've been having a weird week. Yesterday morning I started putting the coffee grounds before I put in the filter. Ah. Yeah, it's, it's it's been one of those weeks. I don't think I've really left uh, Labor Day at all. I'm I'm still I'm still on Labor Day, even though it's Wednesday already.
0: At least you don't pour the cereal before you get the bowl, so
1: Yeah. Well I'd be <laughs> less worried about pouring the cereal before I have the bowl than pouring the milk before yeah. I drop the bowl. I mean, cereal's a lot easier to clean up than milk. I won't cry over either, though. Don't cry Just over
0: crummy here. cereal. Don't cry over soggy cereal. Alright. got
1: for- cereal. Freddy's <laughs> isn't shit, man. I love it. All right. For Rare Encounter, I've been Abel Kirby. I've been cold acid. No way.
0: Way. I'm a healthy young woman. I've got needs.
1: Catch y'all later. Toodles.